Have you noticed a difference in your pupil or children's behaviour since the pandemic? If so, you're not alone. The Alos for Life Schools programme is a primary school wellbeing programme which teaches kids from third to sixth class the tools to manage their own minds at a very young age. Something I'm sure we all could have done with when we were in school. It's a free programme for schools to use and it's Alos for Life's mission to reach every child in Ireland with it. The programme is designed to equip children with the tools and skills to navigate the ups and downs of life by building emotional resilience, emotional literacy and emotional awareness. All you need is a screen, audio speakers and an internet connection. For more information on the Alust for Life Schools programme, you can visit the Alust for Life website or email the team directly at alflschools at alustforlife.com. If you would like to provide future generations in Ireland with the resources to be effective guardians of their own minds, then the Alust for Life Schools programme is for you. Hi guys, the Refill Mill is a minimal waste refill store and we have everything that you need to start your plastic-free sustainable journey. Our products range from dried foods and snacks to reusable water bottles to handmade skincare products. We place a really strong emphasis on supporting other small Irish businesses and if you're looking to reduce your waste then check out our website therefillmill.ie or come and visit us in store on Austin Friar Street in Mullingar. We hope to see you soon. Galair and welcome to the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, slicing into the GA of the past, present and future. Join me, Jason Keelan, as we cut into the largest loaf of bread known to mankind. Hello, Diagwitch, Bonjour, Nihao, Konnichiwa, Guten Tag and Privyat to you all wherever you're listening in. What started as a message to 10 clubs has now expanded to more than 50 clubs globally from all continents. The journey through Loaf 2 GA Global continues this week as we move on to our next destination, the GA World. So come with me on the GA journey of a lifetime and meet clubs from Canada to Argentina, South Africa to Gibraltar, Bermuda to the North Pole, New Zealand to Kuwait, Knoxville to Qatar and literally everywhere in between. So grab the passports, grab the bags, it's time to go. On Slice 55, I chat with Sandra from Kilkenny, Elizabeth from Listumverna, and Stephen from Detroit to find out all about Cuckullen Rally GEA in North Carolina. We chat about the foundation of the ladies team in the first tournament in Greenville, the rivalry or friendship with Charlotte GEA, Bluffton, Atlanta, Orlando, Salem and others, choosing between a motorcycle and founding a GEA club, Claire FM commentary, how a shopping trip to Dublin changed a life links with UCC, early days playing with Detroit and San Fran GA, All-Ireland winning brothers, the dream of a clubhouse and an amazing story of a mother-daughter duo at USGA Nationals. But first as always, let's take a trip to North Carolina and find out all about Cucullin Rally GA. Bon Sultas! Today it's back to the old US and A and it's time to visit the Carolina we haven't been to yet, North Carolina. It is the sound of one of the most iconic songs ever, 74-75, a song by the local lads the Connells that greets me on arrival. It's the city of Raleigh today, the state capital and essentially the Derry of America since it's also called the Oak City. 
The city itself has a population of about half a million, but as you might have guessed, it's quite a big link to a man who had some influence in Ireland, Walter Raleigh. We'll get to him in a bit. After the American Revolution, the city was part of the planning for designing of the country, and was one of the few in the country's history designed specifically to be a state capital. The original capital was a place called Bath, and another area of Fayetteville also served as capital. Some of the major things to do in Raleigh revolve around the museums, the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences, the Museum of Art, the Kids Museum, and the Museum of History being the main ones. Among the famous names associated with Raleigh are Mary Jane Patterson, the first African-American woman to receive a Bachelor of Arts degree, games designer Cliff Blazinski, actress Emily Proctor from The West Wing, singer Randy Hall, one of the original village people, singer Ryan Adams, 17th US President Andrew Johnson, and Michael C. Hall, best known for playing this character. My dark passenger is like a trapped coal miner, always tapping, always letting me know it's still in there, still alive. Yes, it is of course the iconic character Dexter, after whom my godson is named. Walter Raleigh was an English soldier, writer and explorer who had a major role in the colonialisation of North America under English rule. But, for us Irish, Raleigh is known as someone who fought back against the locals when the English attempted to colonise the Emerald Isle. Raleigh would also go on to become the Mayor of Yall in County Cork and his original house still stands outside the town today. In 1591, Raleigh went and married Elizabeth Throckmorton. Seems normal except she was a lady-in-waiting for Queen Elizabeth and he hadn't asked permission which didn't go down too well. Both were then sent to the Tower of London. After his release a couple of years later, Raleigh decided to go to South America to find the so-called City of Gold. In the end he wrote a fantasy novel of his journey totally exaggerated and stupid, but one that did lead to the eventual creation of the character El Dorado. Soon after, he was again sent to the tower for being part of a plot to kill King James I, who did not like him anyway. When released, he decided to go searching for the City of Gold again but caused some issues with the Spanish on the way, breaking terms of his release and an existing treaty with the Spanish. When he came back to England, he was arrested and executed to stop the Spanish retaliating. Raleigh also had a major link to my own county here, as he frequently stayed at the Kalua Castle, just out the road here near Delvin, and often brought his friend, the famous poet Edmund Spencer. And for the one most of us know, Walter Raleigh brought spuds to Ireland. There's a couple of things wrong with that, the main one being that given the places Raleigh actually travelled to, it's highly unlikely he did bring them here. On the sporting side, some of the names of Raleigh's athletes include the likes of Olympic gold medalist David Fox, poker star Michael Gratz, former athlete Marion Jones, golfer Webb Simpson, Olympic skater Christy Yamucci, a variety of players in the NFL, NBA and NHL, but perhaps my favourite of all are these guys. And their opponents from Cameron, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 445 pounds, Matt and Jeff the Yes, it is of course the mighty Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. On the GA front, Cucullin Rally GA was founded in 2012 and played in its first competitive football match at the Connolly's Cup hosted by Charlotte in the same year. The club would then host Charlotte themselves in the first ever Gaelic match played in the Wake County, North Carolina in July of that year. The Wake and District Pipes and Drums played as both teams marched around the field in a pre-match celebration of the historical moment for Raleigh, 
A year later, the club expanded to include hurling, ladies, Gaelic football and camogie. In June of that year, they hosted its inaugural tournament, the Thomasburg Cup, and that year also marked the first tournament win for Cucullin as they won the Peach Cup Sevens in Atlanta, Georgia. The football team continued to grow and in 2014 they won the Junior B title at the North American GA Finals in Boston. Also noteworthy in 2014 was the creation of the North Carolina State University GA and the University of North Carolina Irish Sports Club. Rally GA and all three clubs worked together closely to grow Irish sports in Central North Carolina. 2015 marked the year Cullen hosted the first ever ladies football match at their home tournament, the Andrew Britton Cup. And so to that end, let's find out a little bit more about Cullen Rally GA and meet Sandra, Elizabeth and Stephen. Hey Stephen. Hey, how are you Jason? I'm alright, how are things? Doing okay. Right. Are you a uh, holiday? So. Yes, same as us here, yes. Are you a, a Michigan man, is that right? Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Sandra has filled me in a little bit about uh, some of you guys. Not not a huge amount, but uh, ju- just enough that I know where you're from. That's about the height of it. So, yeah, I grew up in Michigan. It was a good school to have in your backyard. And uh, after a few years of uh, sport misery, uh, it's nice <laughs> to finally be at least be in the conversation with something again. So, it's pretty fair cool. enough. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, what brought you down to? Uh, well, I suppose for people who don't know the geography, Michigan to rally how far are we talking it's about a 11 hour drive it's about so uh about 650 miles okay so pretty long actually yeah well actually before i lived out before i came out here i went from i'm here by way of san francisco i spent 26 years (laughs) in detroit eight years in san francisco and then i've been out here for 13 years now 14 years in january wow and did you um were you involved with any of the gaelic football or anything out in san francisco yeah i played uh played for uh St. Joseph's for hurling and it's actually St. Joseph's and the Parag for hurling and uh and then I played with uh um Sarsfields and then St. Joseph's used to have a football team as well and then I started playing in Detroit I played for Detroit Pierces which are actually the, the last um they're the last uh men's football team to win senior championship in North America outside of the the four big cities the Chicago Whoa. Boston Philadelphia San Francisco <laughs> Okay. That was before my that. time, though. They did that back in the. I think they did that back in the early '70s when they did that last. So it's been a okay. while. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, ladies, how are you? Who am I talking to? Is, is Elizabeth? Is somebody anyway? Elizabeth, don't mind the name on there. It's not mine. <laughs> oh, very good. I'm incognito. How are you, Elizabeth? I'm good. How are you? I'm not so bad yet. And who else am I talking to? Uh, this is Sandra. How are oh, you? Oh, it's the main woman herself. You decided. <laughs> yeah, to come on. how's it going? <laughs> I'm not too bad. How are things? Yeah, too bad at all. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth, you are from County Clare, is that right? I'm from County Clare, yeah. Ah, look, we all have problems anyway. Uh, Sandra, <laughs> Sandra, where are you from? Uh, Kenny. <laughs> oh, God. Clare, Ankle Kenny. Worse again. Worse again, Jason. Ah, sure, look, I won't say anything bad about any, any county. They're all good in uh, in different ways. Am I waiting on anybody else or is it just... Uh, uh, ri- yeah, Richie we should have... Ri- yeah, Richie should be on... Um, he, you know, so if he, we'll give him a few minutes after five, if that's okay. Oh, and if that's he doesn't fine. come on, we'll we'll proceed. Yeah, sure, we'll bang it anyway, because uh, yeah, I yeah. know it's uh, it's evening time for you guys, about five or so, is it at the moment? That's right. Ah, yes, we're getting ready for bed here in Ireland. You know, pubs close today oh, at eight o'clock. Yeah. So, you know, oh yeah, so you've been you've been oh, home and right. all, you've been home and all since half eight, huh? 
Uh, I wouldn't go to the pub too much anyway, but eight o'clock is uh, driving through the town now this evening. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bleak. Uh, it's not yeah. great. Hopefully by the time this actually airs, it will have gone back to some normality. Um, but sure, can only go what it is at the moment. Um, yeah, nobody's nobody's uh, overly joyed coming up to Christmas. I'm afraid no. of the pub times, but sure, look, what can we do no. anyway? So yeah, what's it like over there for you guys? It's hardly mentioned. Right, really, yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's really peculiar, you know, mm-hmm. but it's I, I think we'll it will be as the week as the weeks start rolling in. But right now it's it's just it's not it's just not as much as Ireland. It's not mentioned at all. And I just really? got back from home. So I know. Oh, well, you were over here recently, were you? Yeah, I was over there in uh, end of November for 10 days. And whereabouts in Kilkenny are you from originally? Um, Glenmore, the south, South Kilkenny. I do, I know it, yeah. Ironically, the estate next to me here where my mum and dad live is called Glenmore as well. So we, oh, drove, yeah. we drove through Lincoln Kenny before I t- took a photo and sent it to them. So that's how I know where it exists. Yeah. So I was down in... Um, look down look down on the village as you're passing by. That's right. I was down in Waterford um, for a few days back in the summer and kind of did a, a driving around Waterford Kilkenny in that direction. So yeah, found a few places that uh, I hadn't heard of in my life before. So yeah, it was nice to nice to drive around that part of the world too. So and uh, Elizabeth, what Funny part South of Clare? East. Exactly, what part of Clare are you from? You probably haven't heard of a very small place called Listowarna. Uh, I might have heard of it. Some people <laughs> might might know where it is. Yes. Some uh, people might there, you know, down through the years, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, and what brought it? I suppose Elizabeth Lasky first. What brought you out to Raleigh, North Carolina? So I, it's kind of an odd story, but I was, um, I, well, I came to a bartend in a, a new Irish pub that was opening downtown Raleigh, but that wasn't the plan initially. There was an ad in the paper, do you know, in the paper years ago when Irish companies were looking for staff yeah. and they'd have a big mass interview in Dublin. If your surname is A through G, come between 12 and 1. So I was looking for a day shopping in Dublin, you know, to get out of the, the bleakness of West Clare, which is actually lovely. I don't mean that, but to go for a day shopping. So I thought I'd take in an interview and stay in the youth hostel up there by uh, I can't remember what it was called, but God, we used to spend a lot of time up there. Anyway, um, so I thought I'd take in a day shopping. So I applied and I got a phone call the next day and said, let me know by Friday. The next day was Monday, I'd say. Let me know by Friday if you want the job and be out here in two weeks. Wow. Right? And, and I was like, forever. Oh, I just want to go shopping to Dublin, actually. What happened to that Dublin interview, you know? So, um, so yeah, I, Monday, no, Tuesday, yes, Wednesday, and so on. And Friday, I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. And I was out here in two weeks later for six months. About 20 years ago, so I'm still here. It's another one to add to the list of stories if I went out for a pint and I've been there for right. 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. woke up in North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> one of those kind of stories. That's bizarre. And uh, what about you, Sandra? Is it the same kind of story or? Kind, well, kind of. Probably not as romantic as uh, um, Elizabeth, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I came out in, uh, ni- in 92. Um, oh, romantic. <laughs> 92. Yeah. Um, and um, can you guys hear me? OK. Oh, grand. Yeah. yeah. OK. Um, but yeah. I came out in 92 for a year and um, a month before I left, I met my husband, my now right. husband. But I went back to Ireland and um, I spent the, la- the next two years. We were dating long distance <laughs> and um, he came over to Ireland and then I eventually decided to come here back here in 94. And then we went back to Ireland in 2003 when we thought we could survive and live over there. And as it turns out, we didn't. And so we, we moved back here in 2007 and we basically Googled where's a great place to, to raise three kids 
in America outside of New Jersey where we were paying very high taxes. And um, Raleigh, North Carolina kept coming up as top 10. And so my husband came out and, and explored the place for a little bit and explored the job prospects. And before we know it, we knew it, it was three months later we were on, we packed up our house and off we went with three small kids. Wow. And that was in 2007. And uh, here we are still. That's amazing. That's uh, yeah. two class stories. And Stephen, you've gone via Detroit and San Fran to rally. What brought you up there in the first place then? So I grew up in Detroit after I graduated from college. I worked out in Silicon Valley. Oh, nice. And, um, it was teaching night classes at San Jose State and enjoyed it a lot and mm. started looking for a full-time teaching job and uh, was able to get a teaching job here at NC State University. And so I uh, packed up from Silicon Valley and uh, headed out here and been uh, working at uh, NC State ever since. Amazing. And uh, I suppose for the listeners who don't know, I've learned that uh, a lot of our clubs around the world over the past few months listen to this. You have a hurl in the background. Stephen is uh, rally GA then hurling football or we expect a bit of both from you guys? A bit of both. It started off as football. Uh, I think we were primarily football for two or three years. And then uh, finally the uh, the stick sport took over a little bit and we started being a dual code. Um, and then recently in the past couple of years, our uh our efforts to start up uh, camogie and women's football has really taken off as well. So right now we've got uh, four four codes we got going with the club right now. So it's it's been a it's a pretty exciting time. A lot of growth going on. It's nice. And what about taking up the the rules of the game and the sport that was brand new to you? I suppose you've got a Clare woman and a Kilkenny woman who are here. I suppose ex- experience county is the only way to describe their uh, their backgrounds uh, in hurling. How would you found uh, taking up the sport originally? Uh, I, I, it was kind of funny. So the, 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 the first team I played on, uh, the Detroit Pierces were a, uh, it was all Americans. So, okay. um, so I, so I, it was, I got, I got, I had the sport, the, the skills of the sport introduced, introduced to me by, uh, athletes who spoke my own language, I suppose, <laughs> uh, they were, they were able to relate it to different sports in the, uh, um, you know, that, that you'd be more accustomed to playing in the U S and picked it up from there. And then when I moved to San Francisco, I went from an all-American team to when I first showed up, my first day of training for San Jose, uh, I uh, was the only American on the team. And I don't think they knew what to do with me. I think whenever they, because originally this is back before, you, you, you know, uh, you know, calling across the country was, was mm-hmm. commonplace. And so we were just trading emails and they're like, oh, it'd be great to have you out. And I showed up and it was kind of like crickets for a few minutes. They weren't sure what to do with me. Um, but then they... You know, I'd already been playing for a few years, so they had figured out I'd picked up the sport and then basically got a crash course on on how they play it in Ireland, which was wonderful. Uh, had a chance to play with some really good players who were out for the summer out in San Francisco and um, got to play. I've, you know, definitely, I would say uh, not to not to disparage my club from Detroit, but, but it was definitely a higher standard out in San Francisco. And uh, okay. and then when I got out to North Carolina, it was just itching to keep playing. So after I got tenure, it was my my tenure present to myself was I'm going to start a GAA club. And you started up rally then yourself with yeah. others, or there was there was definitely others involved. Uh, I I'd originally uh, after 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 I'd gotten after I gotten tenure at NC State, I, I talked to my wife and I said I said here, here I said I can either get a new motorcycle <laughs> um, or a you know pick any other list of things that 
middle-aged men do whenever they get reach middle age. And I'm like, or I could start a GAA. Um, and so she had, we had met actually playing football in Detroit. She played for Detroit St. Anne's. Oh, wow. And so she definitely was on the side of let's start a, let's start a GAA. Um, I'm not sure if she regrets that decision. I think she <laughs> might actually prefer the motorcycle after, after nine years, but uh, um, that was, we put up flyers. Uh, the first meeting was probably about two thirds Irish and a third American. Uh, okay. And we're really surprised that at, at the, <clears throat> it was kind of funny because at the time I, the, you know, there wasn't a, the Irish community really didn't have a whole lot in, in Raleigh. And, and, you know, Liz and Sander can probably speak more to this, but there wasn't a whole lot to coalesce around. And what you found was that at the very first meeting for the club, you had a lot of, you had a lot of Irish guys show up who didn't even know that, that the other ones were in the, in the community. Um, and so suddenly everyone was kind of getting to know each other and, 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 the, and the community continued to grow. And then, uh, you know, that plus the, the American players who are coming in and picking up the sport uh, was able to, we had, had a pretty healthy roster for, for the club for a long time now. Okay. Was it easy to rope in a, a woman from Kilkenny and a woman from Clare into it? Sometimes it's not, it, 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 roping them in wasn't the problem. Sometimes it's like, it's sometimes, sometimes trying to convince them to slow down is the problem. <laughs> I don't think you can tell uh, two women from uh, two of the top counties in Ireland, uh, in Camogie and in Hurland, to, to slow down. I suppose uh, your I'm... early early days, Elizabeth. What were they like? Uh, well, I to be honest, with you, I wasn't involved in the early days here. Uh, even though I've been here since '97, I guess when the club started in about 2012, I was I had moved out of the city, so to speak, and I was in the middle of raising two little girls in out in the woods a little bit, and they were at that age where I wasn't even going out anywhere too much. Um, so I actually didn't know much about the GAA. The club existed. I had moved away from the Irish pub scene, settled down, gotten another real job, I suppose, um, and sitting at a desk and all that boring stuff. And so married two young kids, a bunch of dogs and everything. And that kept me busy. Right. So I actually, for the longest time, didn't know the GAA club existed. Um, then I'd heard about it, but I was at that point where I wasn't, it wasn't something I was able to do or anything like that. Um, so a couple of years ago, Sandra and I were out for a walk. We met by accident when our kids were um, seniors and during COVID seniors in high school and not getting the whole thing. Sandra and I were out. We met on, we met online. It was a lovely relationship. Um, and we went for a walk and, and she said, oh, you know, I'm, it's hard to talk about the GA. And I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. And she was like, well, would you come on to a meeting? <laughs> and I said, sure, I'll go and hear what it's all about. And next thing you know, I'm roped in and I'm secretary. <laughs> so, uh, for me, was it was it hard to get involved? No, because Mrs. Kilkenny there was leading the way, right? Uh, I just come and listen to a meeting, and she had plans, of course, that I didn't know about. Um, so, but once I got involved, and I'm at a stage now where the children are self sufficient in college and high school and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I have the the energy and the time to put to it. And um, so when I came on board, we were just starting the women's team. The men's football team had been very um, had been up and running and the men's hurling team had been up and running and very successful. The men's football had won a, 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 a national title. Um, the, there was a couple of women playing, but they, there was no women's team. So Sandra was like, all right, we need to get a women's team going. And, you know, we kind of started recruiting and, and started off with a couple of ladies. I don't know, Sandra was a five or six, maybe our very first women's training. Six, six, six. at her okay. first training. And that's right. just this year, this March, we had yeah, six. Yeah, just this year. 
I love the way that you, you've, uh, you know, played the oldest trick in the book of, oh, just come on to a meeting, you know, there's nothing to do at it, just come along and listen, <laughs> and somehow you fell for that. Like You'd think I would know better, wouldn't you? You'd think I would have known better, know who I was walking with, and, and uh, but at the same time, I suppose I was, if I was disinterested, I would have copped on right away, and I would have known, you know, yeah. so she hit my interest and i've always loved gaa always loved it loved football not so much a hurling or camogie person myself at, at mm. that time in north clare north clare is more football although i know Clare right, is yeah. you know great hurling team mm. but more south clare you know um but um yeah so we weren't really football but i love love football love the ga love watching the games and so she really had me at gaa anyway so wasn't yeah. really wasn't that it really wasn't that hard she got you with a, you know, we'll just go for one down the pub kind of thing. And then six months later, you're still in the pub. Had you played, um, you were saying you weren't big into the camogie stuff back home. Had you played football. Lister Burner? Football. Yeah, I played football with St. Breckens when oh, we yeah. had a, a girls team. And I very briefly, I very briefly, or well, not briefly, I made the Clare minor ladies team right before I came out here. Wow. So I was on the panel and I got to go to one game and then I came out here. So I'm like, oh, why didn't you find me a couple of years <laughs> earlier? You know, I felt like I had so much to give. But uh, no. So, yeah, I did play football and I loved it. And still I'll muck around a little bit now um, here. But I love football and love watching hurling. I'm not the best now. And at this point, when you're, you know, 50 something years old, it gets harder to get down there and be nice and efficient, picking up the, the slitter and the hurl and everything. But uh, yeah. love watching it, love being involved. And I love yeah, love it. So. I, I I know that you said both of you have kids in in like high school. Like I know for the benefit of anyone who can't see this, obviously neither of you look like you should have kids who are that old in school. Oh, you right. Thank you very much. So, something very yeah. good in the water out in rally, whatever it is. That's <laughs> that's uh that's doing something for you anyway. But uh, yeah, no, Claire, football. Obviously, I had uh, one of my first guests actually that took a shot to come on the podcast. Actually, was Ailish Considine, um, one of the great footballers of Clare and now she's playing her trade professionally out in Australia um, so I'm, I'm forever grateful to the Clare people for taking a shot because it was her listenership that kind of got a lot of this going in the first place so I'm always thankful for, uh, for Clare so and then uh, the Kilkenny side Sandra was there much uh, <clears throat> much hurling down in Glenmore in Glenmore uh, you mean football or you or mean football hurling or either yeah, are you no. Well, our, our club um, actually um, started as a football club, believe it or mm. not, down in Kilkenny. And um, my I, a couple of brothers that have all Ireland's in football from, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Good Council College yeah, in New yeah. Ross. Yeah. And so they would have played, um, uh, you know, um, some of the, the Wicklow teams and the Dublin teams back in the day. And they have uh, all Ireland champion medals there. For What's that. their surname? Phelan. P-H-E. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, um, and I can't think of the, there's a couple of lads that were on the Wicklow team that, um, actually one of our players here, um, who I think was he a founding member, Dara, do you remember? Was he? Yeah. So he was um, at the first he, meeting. Yeah. Yes. So he was, um, he's from Dara O'Hane. He, um, was a midfielder, I believe for Wicklow back in the okay. day. And my brother played against him, wow, um, okay. in, in, when they were in schools together so and we just learned that recently so um getting back to your question though we um we were originally a football team football club and we still kind of are very um competitive we have a couple of senior county championships mm. in football and we have um but but hurling was the is the big sport 
Mm. Definitely. Mm. And we also are very successful in, in uh, we have a club all Ireland in um, hurling. And we just recently won um, intermediate um, the county championship. The so, feeling name would uh, be fairly well known down in Kilkenny. So I've actually, I was just thinking the girl I went to college with, funny enough, who's a feeling from Kilkenny as well, although I'm sure it's a fairly popular name. You're prob- probably not related to her. Yeah. yeah. That's gas. Yeah. Uh, no, I yeah. knew that I knew of Glenmore as a, as a team, all right. They're kind of, they wouldn't be Ballyhale kind of as such known, but at well, the same time, they're fairly well known, though. Yeah, we would be, they'd be our rivals next year now mm. because we're now that we're senior again yeah. after um, so many years, <clears throat> we'll be playing with them or playing against them. And of course, they won the Leinster champ final yesterday. And, not not uh, just winning, there's winning and then there's breaking records. So it was the highest yeah. score in a, in a Leinster final, 41 yeah. points. Yeah, I felt yeah. sorry for poor Clock Bella, Bella Cola, but uh, sure luck. <laughs> That's what Kilkenny do to people though sometimes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. we're we're very close to Ballyhale, so they would be our rivals now next year. They'll be our their big our big team to beat. So I, I wish you luck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need it, I think. Yeah, I we're think anyone, anyone is going to need luck against them. To be fair, so yeah. Um, yeah. Stephen, what about uh, for people? I suppose they don't really know rally that well. What's the setup like for getting pitches and stuff for training on? How are you fixed for that? So originally, so there's a very successful. Uh, rugby club in Raleigh, the Raleigh Vipers. And okay. for years we had teamed up with them and they and basically they, they, they would lease us their training facilities and they had two beautiful fields out east of the city. Uh, but as you know, rugby fields are a little small for GAA. It was good for a, a team starting out and, you know, and they had great facilities, but we needed bigger fields. And so a lot of the municipal fields that are maintained by the cities out here, um, are pretty easy to access for sport. So right now we train in a town called Morrisville, which is just west of, of Raleigh and have these, I mean, beautiful fields. You would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think of them as being a city park, but they have these beautiful, and if you can get, you can put a, <clears throat> you can fit a full GA field on a, on, on, on one of the fields. And, nice. um, and then we also have, we've had our tournaments at, uh, at NC state. So we've uh, NC State has some very nice uh, intramural fields for just just uh, student competitions, and so in in that one actually we could fit two full GAA fields if we wanted to if we wanted to have a tournament. Um, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a massive field they got out there. Um, fortunately, with the with the with the climate out here, the grass grows pretty good and fields heal up pretty easily. So um, there's 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 a lot of with, with with the popularity of soccer down here, uh, there's a, there's a lot of municipal fields that we can get access to. So getting getting access to those things hasn't really been much of a problem. It's just okay. you still got to pay for them. But someday, you know, we've been saving for the past few years. We actually have a infrastructure savings account that we've been kicking into for the past nine years. And the hope is someday we find a nice flat patch of land and don't have to answer to anyone. So uh, we've uh, we've come close a couple times finding locations, but. Um, you know, fortunately, we're not in a hurry, and we'll find the we'll find the location that's right for us eventually. Beautiful land in uh, West Clare as well. If you ever need to relocate the club, I'm sure there's <laughs> beautiful land around Liston there. Yeah, yeah, that'll be, t- that'll be a that'll be a tough commute for some of us. So that's the. It'll be enjoyable. One, what a lovely one. <laughs> yeah, think about all the things you get when you get to Liston Varna. How beautiful it would be to to move around. And what about a. Uh, are you involved, Stephen, or is one of you guys involved in like the sort of county board divisional side of things? Is it you, Stephen? Is it? 
I was the I, I was our I was our division chairman for a couple of years, uh, for three years I think if I remember correctly. Um, and then I've been the I, I I'm usually the one of the division delegates who go to the national convention every year. Okay, and who then um, are your like rivals? I suppose based on then who's in your division, who are your closest rivals? This is always a good question to ask. You know, see, it's a good question. Working, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean the the easy the easy answer for us is is the the biggest rival for our club is Charlotte. Uh, number one, they're the closest club. They're in our division, and Charlotte has been a wildly successful organization. They've been around for twenty years. They've won multiple national championships in both uh, men's and women's, and they just won their first. Uh, they won their first uh, uh, junior hurling championship this year in Boston. So they've they've had tremendous success. Um, and really it's there, they are, it's, it's not, it's not an exaggeration to say that the gold standard in the Southeast right now. So you hate um, them basically. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, um, it's, 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 it's not hate. It's, it's, it's a, tre- it's a tremendous dislike coupled with a <laughs> tremendous amount of couple, but honestly coupled with a tremendous amount of respect. Uh, yeah. I, the people I work with, you know, whenever we were getting this club off the ground, Charlotte really, was instrumental in helping us get it off the ground. They were, they were out here for games. They had us out to their fields for games. Brilliant, yeah. um, they were anxious to have, they were anxious to see the, the, the sport grow in this region because mm. for yeah. years it was really just them in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. And and since then, the women's team as well. They're so, they've been so helpful with our mm. women's team off the ground this March. They have a very, very successful women's team. Um, they've been reaching out on several occasions and, you know, what can we do to help? Let's get together for scrimmages. Brilliant, they're, they're, you know, you know, they're the team you love to hate, I suppose, is what you say. But they're so um, they've just been so helpful. They reach out constantly. What can we do to help? And mm. well done. You know, so they're our. Yeah, we love to hate them. Yeah. They actually have a, um, a, a movie out called Charlotte Who. And, OK. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's basically about their women's team because they are very successful. In fact, okay. they've played in Ireland. Um, and I believe they played Galway in Ireland. So they're they're just like they're 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 really, like they're a senior women's team. They're phenomenal. Okay. Their their women's team is I mean just a so they they won senior senior women's football championship uh, at twenty eighteen I think it actually won it again this year. Oh. Um, and and the thing that's to note with them is that is that their their women's team is predominantly home based American born players. I think they have two Irish. Yeah. Um, who are who are permanent residents in, in, in Charlotte, but they don't. Um, a lot of the senior teams you'll find in, in North America will have a large number of uh, summer players out from yeah. Ireland or J1s and things like that. And their, their, their women's team did it all with home-based players. And they beat a team that was largely um, summer players from San right. Francisco, Fog City Harps. And okay. it was really impressive seeing them, you know, um, I think they're motivated by, I think they're motivated by, um, whenever teams bring their players out from Ireland, I think that I think that's a great motivator for the for the for the women in Charlotte. They want that they gives them a little extra, give them a little, yeah. gives them a little extra hop in their step when they know that they're 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 playing someone who's played it their whole life. So it's, yeah, uh, but they got and amazing athletes on that team. They, one of the things is um, just speaking, just doing a lot of research because I I'm enamored by and I have such respect for that for that their club because of their success. But one of the things that I've noted um, that their chair and um, some of their other um, uh, trainers and everything have told me is that the, um, the 
having experienced players on the field is what brings a team, develops a team. Mm. And and he said in years past, it had been having a lot of Irish on the field. Mm. And I, but mm. in saying that, we want to bring on, we always want to bring on homegrown players because that's going to be our future and it is our future and it is how it is right now. But it's just, it's how you learn. You have to learn from the experienced. And back in the day, it was all those Irish and it was mostly guys he was, they, they've been telling yeah. me. Irish footballers on the field, having them learn the game that yeah. way. Yeah, the summer player is such a big thing. Like we've, you know, over here, the only summer stories we ever hear of are either like the lads you know locally who go out, but they never make, you know, the newspapers and stuff. And it's always like, yeah. we always go back to Jim Connolly because like everyone in Ireland knew about the club he was playing for that summer because he was out there and he was a big name. But the amount of people who actually go out and, give some experience as well is huge. I yeah. have to ask, was are your kids involved in the club then? Sorry? Are your own kids involved in the club? Yeah. Uh, my son began playing, um, uh, his name is Seamus, and he actually <clears throat> plays for DC Gales at the moment. He plays hurling. But um, he, when we moved here, he was only 10. And at that point, we didn't have a youth program. We just mm. started that a couple of years ago. And, um, so um, they they started a club at UNC, University of North Carolina, and um, and that was began by um, I believe it was Kieran Harris that started that, or helped um, get that off the ground that 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 club and that um, team, and so little by little they went out and they started recruiting players from all over, and um, so he only started playing when he was 18, 17, 18 oh. again and learning. <laughs> But I'd always watched it because, like Elizabeth, I've always loved the GA myself and played when I was home. But what I was missing out here, and I'd have to watch everything either live or listening to it on on the radio and everything. Yeah. And my sons have always been here watching and listening to me roar and shout and scream, <laughs> and they've always watched it and they've always seen me outside with the hurl and play and and so forth. So he, he it was always there the love, you know. Mm. And so he started playing mm. and then played a little bit for Raleigh. And um, he actually was on the team when they, um, funny enough, beat Charlotte in uh, 2019 in Winston-Salem. And um, Steve, you were on the, there that day as well. And um, that was a, a huge moment for us because that was a, a qualifying game. Okay. And um, I mean, I, I it, it was like I was backing to Kenny, scream, <laughs> screaming. My, it was unreal. And I, and, and I look forward to that again, you know, yeah. when we get that, you know, when we have it, when we beat somebody that we need to beat to get to nationals or get to the next level, it's, it's, it's a huge moment. And so having him part of that was, was, was great. Big proud moment for me. Brilliant. Um, that sounds deadly. Uh, any bonfires and tractor celebrations like you would have at home now? <laughs> we uh, use sofas here in the U S we burn sofas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the last thing I want to ask you before I chat about on the field and um, the last kind of off field thing Um the sponsorship side of things, how is the club fixed? Because some clubs are, some clubs have been very lucky around the world that I've chatted to and other clubs then are verging on having to do the Irish thing of selling lottery tickets at the bar to an old man with a cap and the racing post. Whereabouts are you in terms of sponsorship? Somewhere in between. Okay. Yeah. We, we got, we got, we, a, sorry, Steve. We, we got a couple of very strong sponsors. Uh, the local, mm-hmm. lo, local, um, local hospitality group, Hibernian Hospitality Group has been longtime supporters for, for the club. 
Um, a couple of the other local Irish pubs in in uh, in, in breweries have sponsored us in the past. Uh, Chimonics, which is a biotech company out of Antrim, I think. Okay. Um, they they've they they had an office in Raleigh and they sponsored us for a couple of years. Um, and and so we've we've been able to we've been able to have a, a a strong core sponsors and then we've had uh like like smaller sponsors who've come along the way and, and just wanted to get involved with the club but at the same time it's one of the big challenges with playing in the u.s is that it's a tremendous amount of travel um yeah. you know the, the southeast division that we compete in is seven times the size of ireland um teams teams go teams span from us to florida to memphis tennessee to little rock arkansas and everywhere in between and so trying to figure out how to how to travel for those games. Um, you know, Charlotte is three hours away. The next, and then Winston-Salem is two hours away. And the next closest team after that is Atlanta, which is a seven hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so it takes, a, it takes a lot of support. And then, and then nationals is a big commitment. Um, last year, nationals were in Boston. Next mm-hmm. year is going to be in Chicago. And that's, that's trying to get, you know, 30 or 40 people on a plane, depending on how many codes we sent. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it so it, it's, it's having strong sponsors, but there's also a strong amount of fundraising. Uh, we had a big fundraising effort to send our teams to nationals this past year. Um, the community's always been very supportive. It's really, it's really, you know, it's a grassroots player development. It's also grassroots financial support. Um, someday we'll get a big Irish company who builds our headquarters in North in, in, yep. in Raleigh. And we can, um, you know, this is, this is the thing Chimonix did was that actually whenever they sponsored our club, they, you know, they had the, they had the, 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 the the sponsorship on the front of the jersey and and they bought jerseys for the, the the for christmas presents that was that was that was a christmas present one of the christmas presents for the staff back in northern ireland was they uh they bought um everyone everyone who worked for the company got a raleigh gaa nice. jersey <laughs> with, with the commonics logo on the front we got a photo of the, the entire lab and office staff uh rocking our club jerseys back back in ireland so that was that was that was pretty special that was nice nice that sounds pretty cool <clears throat> Because our club is growing so much um, and has in the last three, uh, two, three years um, with our women's and our youth program now, we've also started, we also put, have uh, formed a uh, funds committee um, because it's it's getting bigger than we can handle yeah. as a little board and committee. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and luckily we have, you know, amazing people that have experience in this type of work for fun, funding our club and um, I want to mention that Elizabeth is one, one of our sponsors here. She ha- owns her own real estate company. So nice. she sponsored our very first um, women's jerseys this year. So and that was a that was a huge effort. Um, and then um, but yeah, so, you know, our eyes are bigger, but, you know, we, we concentrate on two parts. One is, you know, having the club run and in order for the club to run we need to get our fields rented and we Mm -hmm. um and just to the travel like steve mentioned and and so forth and those are just some of the basic stuff that we need to run the club but then on a bigger spectrum then we're 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 starting to see that okay down the road if we are going to eventually have our home base and you know a place that we can call our home um we are going to need some substantial sponsorship and um so we're we're you know strategically planning on how we're going to make that happen and i believe we we will make it happen because this is a a massive area for growth we have apple coming next year and we have um, google and so there's many many huge organizations and coming so um with that you know yourself 
it's one of the things that people ask when they come, you know, from Ireland or from, you know, anywhere um, that, that that they live anywhere in the, the world and they belong to a GA club. It's the first thing they ask and look for is, is there a GA club? Because yep. it's it's instant community right there. And, and that's what we're trying to build. And make we just got... Bigger. We just got a uh, Liz just got messaged by you know NC State has a uh, has a uh, international program with uh, University College Cork. Wow, and Liz okay. has been Liz has been communicating with the ones that are with the, with the, with the students who are coming out this this January for their uh, hmm. for for their for their semester at NC State and um, you know recruitment recruit, recruit recruit process. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, it's good to have them part of the club. They actually don't get to play much because they usually return home for their for their internships or residencies hmm. that they have in the summer. But um, I think. It's it's a two way street. It's like we get we get a chance. They they love coming out and playing because there's a, there's a club, there's a GAA. It's a little bit of home, um, and then there's also we have a lot of of of, uh, of of UCC alumni who are in the who are who are part of our club, and so they get to they get. They, 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 I don't think I think the last thing they expected when they came to North Carolina was to be connecting with a bunch of UCC alumni and yeah. and, and, and people who yeah. people from Cork. So it's a uh, um, it's a treat. We had we had a few of them out. We had a couple of them out this past this past semester. <laughs> And um, I think we've got what four or five coming out, uh, starting in January, and they'll be out until May. And I was trying to hang on to them for the summer, but you know they say our visas are only good till May. We're like, ah, get a J one, come stay for the summer, you know. But but I look at that, and and I think the club does too. As as I think this is also great for development. Mm. Having them on the field is going to be amazing for our for our newer homegrown players, men and women. We all can learn from them. And especially, mm. you know, I know and I know the club they're coming from, Aaron Zone, I think, is is predominantly oh, yeah. hurling. So, so that's one and watergrass. Yeah. Watergrass hell, yeah. So that they're big hurling play, clubs. So that's gonna be, you know, again, it'll be a win win for all involved because it'll again having <clears> them on the field. Yeah, they may not be on our teams that we would like to have for the summer, but um, but I, I think there'll be an amazing amount of growth there as well from our from our development standpoint. Yeah. That's and amazing. Them, yeah. And them going and them going back home to Cork and having great stories about yeah, you know, I think I think I think a lot of times you know whenever you know Irish college students are looking for you know are considering a a, a J one travel in the summer, they tend to migrate towards. The Boston's or the, the San normal Francisco's, ones, yeah. the Chicago's, yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with a large Irish community. And what's really exciting is that now we're starting to see um, <clears throat> we have we have a UCC students who are now going to go back home and say, you know what, you should check out. It's kind of off the it's off the map, but yeah. you know, if you don't yeah. like snow or you don't like, <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. you know, it, it's it's a place worth checking out, and and yeah. it's nice because at least we're, it's it's exciting to be part of the conversation. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Raleigh hasn't been there in a long time, and. Um, it's nice to be in the same in the same conversation as some of those cities. Definitely on the on the positive road or near by the sounds of it. I suppose since you mentioned students coming out, it would be remiss not to jump to the next question, which is the social side of things. Uh, it's always a very popular thing to talk about. What is a good night out like with uh, Rally GA? Well, we just had one Saturday night. We just had our winter <laughs> gala and yeah. our award ceremony, and. Um, you know, getting everyone out, you know, talking about young ones and whatever. I'd say the youngest one, the youngest one's there. Well, my daughter was there. She started playing last year. She's 17. And the oldest person, I think, was that uh, Kathy Sandra? And I, I yep. can't say age because, my God, if she hears this, she will come down the road <laughs> at 100 miles an hour with a stick to beat me. 
but let's just say that she's not playing anymore. Um, And, you know, so we have a fabulous age range, 17, 16, all the way up to, you know, can't mention the age, but um, 21 plus bash. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We had a great night Saturday night. We had our winter gala and our award ceremony. Um, and you know, our DJ was Mark McNally from uh, Belfast and he was playing the best music and it was a great mix of, you know, Irish American, the kids of Irish, the, you know, just, a, just such a fabulous, fabulous mix. And we, we had the best night. So that's, that's, that was a, a big night out. And we do a lot of social events as well throughout the year, you know, just get togethers, camaraderie, you know, um, we don't want it to be go out in the field and just play a game and then leave again, you know, and not yep. see each other out there again. So um, we do, and we have a social committee, not only do we have the fundraising committee, but we have a social committee as well um, that we formed last year as well to just, you know, make sure that, you know, so it's not the same people doing the same thing because yeah. you get burned out, but if you delegate it, people willing to do it. So we have a social committee and um, I think this year, 2022 is going to be just even better. You know, we're going to do a lot more things for, for the club, for recruiting, uh, for awareness, for camaraderie and, um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, so we, we, also, we can celebrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we have also done some, 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 uh, we do some, some, some charity and social work as well. Uh, okay. I, I know that uh, the last couple of years we've done toys for tots, which is a program where uh, we, we try to facilitate donations of toys for, uh, for, um, for, for, uh, for children who may not have as bright of a Christmas without donations. Um, we've done some, we've done some volunteer work uh, for fundraisers at some of our, some of our sponsors in the past have, you know, uh, uh, working, volunteering for fundraisers for, for different uh, organizations is, is part of the expectation of sponsorship. So, and those have actually been really fun, really fun days out because you get the club out and you're kind of working on something other than sport for a little while. And, um, and, th- and those have been, really great opportunities for the club, for the club players to, to get to see each other in a different light. Yeah. Um, I'm dying so to we've had some... <laughs> I really want to go out yeah. now and just see what the crack is. It sounds like the yeah. good crack out there. Yeah. I have to, <clears throat> to find a way to get out of Ireland without requiring a billion documents to get back in at the moment. That's the biggest kind of a itch here at the moment. I've already not gone on one holiday a couple of weeks ago. So I, I think rally is a uh, slightly, but some, someday I'll definitely get there. Um, okay. Oh, we'll be here. We'll yeah, I'm I'm shite now, by the way. So don't don't be pinning any hopes on me. So <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't kick snow off a roof at this stage. But um, I suppose a lot of the off the pitch stuff. What about on the pitch then, Sandra? What's been the highlights for you? Well, definitely this year for um, um, forming the, um, the the ladies teams, Brilliant. and that was huge. Um, and you know, it was just one of our things that we had said at the very beginning of this year is that we were going to start a women's team. That was one of the first things we said this year, we were going to, and so you give somebody a task like that uh, and, and yeah. I'm very competitive. And so <laughs> I just said, All right, we're going to make it happen then and it's going to happen. And um, so little by little we did, um, you know, I kind of got in touch with everybody I knew, including Miss Claire right there and said, well, we just have to just be there to us ourselves because they can learn from us and um you know and our plan actually believe it or not we said you know we 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 don't intend to play at all we we just do all the recruiting right. and um, <laughs> 
and it turned out the two you fell of us for your got... own sales pitch sandra yeah. <laughs> it, it turned out the two of us were on the on the team going to nationals and we're on the on the pitch up in boston and... both curling and football both. right and and Elizabeth is like has the football and I have the the kamoki and the both of us are playing both codes which we never signed up for in the first place and so <laughs> there you went we from were. you went from being not involved to being dual code players overnight <laughs> yeah exactly but we had we had a, we it was it was a lot of fun we made a lot of memories and our first tournament was actually down in Greenville South Carolina nice and um, it was the first time ever this club sending a a, a kamoki team down to um, to, to a tournament and you know I honest to God did not get sleep the night before I was making sure I had everything in the car as far as like the hurls the helmets the, you know I opened the zip of the jersey bag I don't know how many times to count and you know um I, I it was I was like a child it was ridiculous I was like I was you know in a child again you know brilliant um but that's the sheer excitement of it all and knowing you have like a team and going off and and playing a game and a few games actually and and being doing it for the first time and Steve and Lawrence Reeves who was our chair this who was our 2021 chair this uh, this year was there as well and very helpful on the sideline and um you know there's a lot you forget you know I've always been a player I've never been involved in management or <laughs> Uh, and or recruitment or even on a committee or a board yeah. I've just always showed up for training that was it but I've it's just been an eye-opener and uh, just to see what it is involved what it takes to to run a club and what's involved and everything particularly over here um yes. because it's new yeah. and and you you're you know it's teaching adults how to play something that you've played since you were four you know, it's it's very very um, it's an eye opener, but it's also very you you have a tremendous amount of respect mm. for 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 what you do, but also for what you achieve and what you see on on the, you, the laughs, the smiles, the mm. it's you know. And I know it's not all fun and games. It's not you know they're <laughs> you know, but it's for the most part phenomenal. So it's, it's we were the highlight of my life anyway okay. right now because of having the kids as you know as old as they are now i have the time for this like i mm. i could go out and get another job but i i decided no i'll i'll, I'll do this instead yeah <laughs> you know Sandra, right we'd be still running around the field we'd be yeah. like we'd be we'd be if we were 20 years younger there'd be no stopping yeah. us where to god and, and it's funny because you know my family in ireland like i gave up i actually gave up playing camogie when i was 30 you know and so here i am and I'm not going to say my age or anything, but like my family are like, what? Like even my mother, what are you at over there? Like, what is going on? And like, is that you? In the I showed your father, you know, are you all right? Are you all right in the head? Like, what are you doing? You know, yeah. I supposed Stand, to be empty nesters and, tra and traveling all over the place, but that's not happening. We're, 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 we're grounded now. Can't go anywhere now because yeah, we have no, to uh... look at the calendar of events. Yeah. Do you two, out of interest, do you refer to each other in real life as Miss Claire and Miss Kilkenny, or is that just <laughs> pretty much? Okay. It's Mrs. How are you, Mrs.? How are you, okay. Mrs.? Yeah. Well, I'll refer to Stephen as Mr. Detroit then as well. Since, <laughs> since we're on it. Doctor, yeah. Doctor Detroit. Yeah. Doctor Detroit. Great, yeah. The like great that, Steve yeah. Martin movie, right? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, when when Elizabeth does anything, you know, mm. she's 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 our PRO for 2022. So 
a lot of times if she's and throughout this year we've worked together and collaborated together i'll i'll just send her a little text and say on the banner <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get any back saying up the cats no or she just i'll be like she won't do that though she won't be as yeah. nice as that no stone cold flair you know that's, that's they're, they're <laughs> yeah, all about they're all about reciprocated yeah like that yeah by a strong woman <laughs> what's your highlights been then Elizabeth you know for me this year I'll have to just my highlight has been so my um my oldest daughter's in college but she um she, we would always listen to the Claire football and Claire hurling on the radio and mm. she would get like she she'd have to turn it off when it would, you know the, the commentators are so different you know when yeah you know you know who's driving you know if I'm listening to it on Claire FM you know who's driving with the ball even like for my daughter who didn't know the names of the players but she knew by the tone of the commentator and she'd be like oh my god I can't they get so into it and she'd have to turn it off right so she but she so we loved listening but she never played and she's in college but my youngest is 17 17 now but last year um I kind of told her, come out and play a bit, will you? I don't want to go out. I come out, we just, okay, I'll go out once. And she came out and she played and she played football and she never played it before and played hurling or played camogie. Um, and she kept coming and she kept coming and we went to little games together and we went to tournaments together. And lo and behold, off the two of us go to Boston with the rest of the team and we're playing in nationals. And to be out there with her, you know, and, um, you know, teenagers like, oh, what, you know, the, grouchy and grumpy sometimes and sometimes not but out on the field she would say to other players like that's my mother you know um it was like she was proud that I was there and you know she wouldn't give me the time of day half the times you know like hey what's going to say you know she's gone right (laughs) but on the field you know someone would come up to me and say I was marking your daughter geez I can't believe this must be so nice to be playing with your daughter on the field and I'm thinking she acknowledged I'm her mother geez I must be doing something right you know so (laughs) You know, that um, to be playing with her um, was for me just amazing. Being involved with the club has been absolutely fabulous. I love that I'm here. I love, love being involved in the club. But last year to just be playing with her and to be traveling to games with her and listening to how excited she was and seeing her making new friends because of this. And um, and she loved it, you know, That's so amazing. that for me was a last year for sure we, we had a story in the papers here or at least on the ga kind of things uh, a couple of weeks ago about a mom and a daughter playing on the same club team um must be a pretty once a unique situation in america but you must be one of the few the first i've ever come across where it's a, a parent and a sibling playing on the same team have you come across that anywhere else we actually have another one we have another All one right. here <laughs> uh, uh sharon doyle from dublin <clears throat> and uh daughter Amy who goes to uh University of North Carolina Wilmington and um so Sharon so myself and Emily and Sharon and Amy two mother and daughter teams played on the field nationals wow. in Boston yeah it's amazing it was, it was fabulous yeah it was really it was it was it was a great like connection you know it was really it was fabulous and Steve will say Steve would always want to put myself and Emily marking each other on the field because he <laughs> said it brought out that I don't know killer instinct what did you say Steve <clears throat> It was it definitely was entertaining, but yeah, the the, uh, the killer instinct was uh, neither one of you were going to give an inch. That was for sure. It was uh, whenever we wanted to try to reinforce uh, aggressive play with the rest of the women's team, we would always make sure we had Liz marking her daughter or vice versa because you knew you were going to see some really aggressive play. Um, <laughs> okay, if that if that pairing happened. Okay, what have uh, what have been your highlights then, Steve? Your highlight? You know, I. I 
you know, so I, 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 I was, I was lucky enough to get this club started nine years ago. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of great things that have happened in right. nine years. Um, the first time we ever took the field as Raleigh was the first, the first bringing, playing the very first Gaelic football game ever in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, obviously winning nationals in, in 2014 was huge. Mm. Well, um, what was, what was the first game? Like, cause I, I don't get many people who played in the first game for the club. What was the get first game? Like, so the first game was, you know, so we had, it was, you know, was, so the first year that we did the club, it was, it was, a, it was a hodgepodge. Was, we were really just trying to get it off the ground. And mm. surprisingly, what was awesome about the first year was that we would get 25, people up to training on the regular and we could just nice. have great training sessions because we could have full field scrimmage and that really allowed the the players who were just picking up the game for the first time to to, to really pick it up quickly because they weren't just learning the fundamentals but they were learning how to you know the structure of the field and playing width and everything else um the first game we played was in charlotte at conley cup and it was and and, and, and no one knew what to expect right um, we had, we had our first meeting, we had our first meeting, I think April 2nd was April 2nd of 2014 or 2012 was our first meeting. Um, and our first game was June 2nd in, in, in Charlotte. So a lot of, you know, so we only had a few months to get ready for this I've... and we were playing against a team that had been around for a while and we played great. Um, it, it was a tournament. One of the things that's funny about playing GA in the Southeast is that because of the distance and the travel, uh, there's a tendency to try to get as much field one time game. in as you can. And yeah. so you're not just playing one game, you're playing three games and you're not, not only are you playing three <laughs> games, but it's warmer down here than it is in Ireland. And and <laughs> so you're playing three games in, in, in some heat. Absolutely. And I, um, I remember at the start of the second game, we were playing Atlanta, looking across at the other fullback at uh, uh, Jerry McDermott, who had who's, uh, from, from Mayo and had played uh um, he played in Boston for a while and it was down here and this is our second game. And I look across at him and both of us were on, on, on the older side of the, 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 the age demographic for, for our club. And I look over at him and he just looks at me with his hands on his knees, his, his knees and looks at me, he goes, he goes, Steve, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> that was, it was, it was, a, it was a wake up call to how, how different the sport sport is down here in the Southeast. Yeah. But you know, that, that first game, just all the energy and just, it was, it was so much. It was so much chaos and so much fun at the same time, and, and and hanging tight with a club like Charlotte. And I think we only lost by a couple points in our first game, and then later on, Charlotte reciprocated and came out to Raleigh for uh, a match in Raleigh, and we won our first home match. Uh, we beat Charlotte by four points uh, nice. like, like a month later, um, and, and and you know, and it really and it really kind of set up this dynamic that that you know Charlotte was excited to get this other this other baby club started, yeah, and then we beat them mm. a couple times, and now you've got. A natural rivalry, yeah. which just makes it that much more exciting of an experience. Whenever you need that level of competition, the thing with in the U.S. is that a lot of the Americans will will, will migrate to the GAA because it is a it's a competitive sport. You know, you, a lot of a lot of adults, adult leagues, it's a pickup game. And if you come in a little bit, if you come in a little bit hot, or you come in, you know, you know, ag aggressive, uh, playing, you know flag football or softball, you're, you're kind of the person that everyone doesn't want to talk to at the end of the game. But the GAA is a, you know, it's, it's a contact sport. You're going yeah. out there and you're giving your all. And 
there's a and there's a big need for that in the U.S. for adult sports. It's just unless you're at a skill level where you're playing collegiate sports, there isn't a whole lot of opportunity to play truly all-out competitive sports in the U.S. for if you after you after you're done with college. And um, and and so having that rivalry just fuels it. And now you've got someone who you really want to take it to, and. Nice. And Charlotte takes it to, you know, there's no let up on either side of the field. And that's, I think, I think that's what and anyone who plays the sport, that's exactly what you want. And it, like it's a, some like of the, in some of the, any temporary battle of the, of the hurling side or the Clare versus Cork or something like that or Clare versus you know, Limerick. Yeah. On the, on the, on the football yeah. side, we, on the football side, we've got Charlotte on the hurling side, we've got uh, uh, coastal Virginia has an amazing hurling team. Um, again, all for the, for the most part, all, all home-based players. Okay. Um, and that and, and both of those have turned into just big, you know, when Coastal Virginia first started off, they were they, they were just they were they weren't they weren't as good. Um, and, and so, <laughs> so they would polite. come to Ralph. <laughs> well, well, but, 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 the, but you know, but the end of the story is that they've become an amazing team. They've they've mm. they've they've won nationals. They've they, they have a, they have a, an, an amazing club now. Um, and. And, and having those rivalries has just been, it's wonderful. You see the team, you know, the, the, the week or two before our match with Charlotte or the week or two before our, a hurling match with Kova. And there's a hop on everyone's step. Everyone's getting ready yep. for that game. And, and it's just, a, that's, you know, you ask what the, what my favorite memories, what my favorite memory of this, you know, of doing all this is. And I think it's not, you know, the big shining moments. I think it's, just, I think it's the times you come to training and it's 95 degrees out. And you just got off work and yet you just, you just have this, this infinite well of energy because you know, what's coming on Saturday yeah. and, and, and you're still out there, you know, losing 20 pounds of weight just from water <laughs> and, and you, and you, and you, and you still, and you, and you'd put in twice as much if you could. And, and, right. you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> young anymore and any, anything, any environment that, that, that gets me fueled up like that is a great memory because God knows how many more of them I got. <laughs> okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. That's a uh, definitely nice memories. Um, the first game is always, uh, it's always a good one to hear about, especially for a, a club that's, I suppose, what, 10 years old. Uh, well, 10 yeah. years old, year 10 years old when this goes out. We, um, in a we will be, months, a, we'll so. be 10 years old. We'll be 10 years old on April 2nd. Okay, so we'll have to commemorate the birthday. I'm sure there'll be posts and stuff up on Instagram or everywhere else. Yeah, so. there will be. Yeah. Yeah. We're- and posting and letting everyone know yeah Lo- lovely uh there's one other question I-, I want to ask you and then there's kind of a quick fire set of questions and um, which every club does which are a bit of crack and then there's the totally stupid uh rally versus ireland 50 50 questions that are absolutely ridiculous but hilarious at the oh, same time so this yeah <laughs> no you don't have to have any research or done it's not a test don't worry but uh okay. the last couple of questions <laughs> just want to throw at you um elizabeth i'm gonna ask you i suppose because it's the a unique situation I've ever had. What was it like yourself and your daughter then being at nationals? Oh my God, it was it was the it was the best time. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to describe it. You know, um, you know when you have teenagers and you know they all have their different. She, you know, you have your different ups and downs with them. Yeah. Um, but we went as we went kind of as teammates. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it. I, I can't. I can't even explain it. it was I would do it over and over and over again you know even if i had an opportunity look at playing two games um at, at this at this age two games in a day and then look into the next day and you're playing two games again <laughs> and it's your heart and you're just like calgon take me away you know um 
but I would do it again and again and again. It was just, I can't even explain it. It was just a memory I won't forget. And um, I'll actually even go to nationals real quick. I'll say our very first game um, in Greenville, Sandra, when we went to Greenville, honestly, I don't know how it happened. I was probably sitting up there cherry picking, but I got our first goal in Camogie, where I didn't take goals in my life before, right? I remember that. I was playing forward and Emily was a uh, uh, corner forward or somewhere on that side. And I remember scoring the goal and thinking, <laughs> oh my God, what just happened? And I turned around to look back up the field to like, did that go in? Is he counting? It was, you know, I know there's no offsides, but like, what is it? Did I do something wrong? Is it a score? And the first face I saw was Emily and her face was like, she had just been wow. given a Christmas present and she's running down the field to me to give me, and I don't even know if it was a high five, if she hit me on the head with a pearl or if she <laughs> hugged me, but that's a memory I'll never forget, you know? And that was just the first game and it wasn't even just going to nationals, but I I, I can't even, and that'll keep me, you know, she'll be going off to college in the summertime, but you know, if, if, if that could keep me, if that could keep going, I would keep playing till I was 70. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would yeah. try to keep playing till I'm 70. I don't know, I'd be let on the field, but um, it was, <laughs> it was just amazing. Brilliant. That sounds class. Yeah, they're uh, they're the kind of stories that you hold forever, and they're the real, the real GA stories. I suppose is the only way to describe them, isn't it? Um, and Sandra, what about your experience then at the, the nationals? Um, yeah, it was um, going up against these very experienced um, player, uh, you know, teams. Mm. Um, was was was. was big for me like I you know um again like coming from the Kilkenny and everything you know I have it in my head like you know and I think Steve as manager of the football you know he lifted us you know and and I kind of had this little feeling that you know geez maybe we can you know and you know that coming from Kilkenny as well I was like wow you know this is this is cool this is really it you know and um you know and and when it and and just that moment, you know, b- being on the field and and starting and having your team ready, having got gotten there and everything, that was um, it was it was it was an amazing moment, you know. And I know that you know in all in all our games we were were beaten and what beaten well, but um, you know, I, I I I to be I'll I'll tell you the truth, I I bawled my eyes out uh, and the, you guys will probably remember that Steve and Elizabeth I was like this was on this was unreal and I don't know why I was I mean it was, I knew that okay so we got beaten but it's just that I still have that in me that yeah. you know it's it's a big deal you know yeah. and I couldn't you know I thought I'd just go out there and just you know puck a few balls and whatever but that's that didn't happen I I was in it to win it yeah and long may it last <laughs> You know what I mean? And so that that was a big deal. And, you know, and it's it's not easy when I think the girl I was marking was probably 18, 17 or 18. And um, <laughs> I mean, that's 30 years younger than me. And I was like, for fuck. And I just wouldn't <laughs> stop. I kept at her and got at her and at her. And, um, you know, I, I, it's just like when when you're when you're playing a, a team, you know yourself. It's you against that person, yeah. you know. And as as long as you know you you're you're there with that person, stay with them. Then hopefully, you know you, you'll have 
done your part. Yeah. Well, I really tried to do my part <laughs> with that 17 year old. That's so, brilliant. If yeah. you give uh, if you give Stephen a hat and tell him to spit in his hands constantly, does he turn into Brian Cody then or? Um, no, not quite. But uh, well, in football, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, but uh, um, I'm probably that. Okay. Fair enough. That might be an answer to a question. The then, a yeah. Okay. Yeah. That might be an answer in a few minutes or something else. So, yeah. uh, the last question I have for you guys before the quick fire ones. Uh, what's the future, Stephen, like for Rally? Then it sounds pretty promising. But what's the long term hope then? Long term hope is, I think, you know, if I if I were to, if I were to just put on just, you know, rose glasses and 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 dream big, uh, we'd have our own home, we'd have our own field. That's when Google and, give you the money next year. That's taking that's coming. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, the level of support we've gotten from the community up until now, it's only it's 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 not our matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's just saving up. It's, yeah. it's like any other any other big 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 investment and, and we're well on our way to, to, to get in there. You know, it's just, it, it takes a while. Um, yep. especially in today's real estate market as Elizabeth will attest to. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean, having our own home, we, we talk about having a, a clubhouse that we can hang our, we can hang our plaques in that we can, that we can showcase our trophies in. Um, you know, this would be, it would be, you know, I, I've been part of clubs that have had that and I've, and I've, and, and it's just, it's, it's wonderful to have, have that place. Um, yeah. but in, in the meantime, barring a home, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, I will say that we, you know, we, we have a family, you know, regardless whether or not we got a place to hang our hat. Yeah. And I think in the, in the long term, as long as we have that Raleigh is going to be a great club to be part of. Nice. I like that line. Yes. We were a family, even if we don't have a place to hang our hat. Yeah. That's a nice line. Nice way to, nice way to describe it. A good GA club uh, for sure. Um, that's amazing that some of the stories are phenomenal. I'm trying to trying to take them all in I suppose I'll have to listen back to this and replay a few of them in my head again because some of them were were amazing um, the quick fire questions as I said they spark a little bit of debate sometimes and they're a bit of crack so uh, don't worry there's no right or wrong answers here um, they're all totally wrong answers uh, Elizabeth who is the tough nut at the club on the ladies side who you would expect to, you could say your daughter for this who would you expect to cause of a bit of aggro in the field or <clears throat> off the field possibly either are you talking about like strong play? Are you talking about like maybe getting in trouble or getting a Which, card or something? Whichever you decide, you can go for either. Now I will point out that Stephen has pointed directly down at you already, but no, no, I'm sorry, it's it's a different oh, angle. I must be oh, pointing okay. at. I'm pointing at the oh, other yeah. one. Are you pointing? Okay. I'm pointing at Sandra. Yeah, that's my vote. Yeah. Okay, Sandra. Then Sandra it is Sandra. Do you want to defend Sandra yourself? Sandra got or? the first official club Sydney. Oh. Okay, I actually so. did. <laughs> I, I, there's a picture of me up in, in Boston and somebody took, actually it was my son that took the picture because he was playing for DC Gales. And it went, it went, it pretty much went viral because okay. there I was Ooh. with the card and I'd never had sin been ever, ever. And that was my, I think it was like 15 minutes into the football game. So yeah. Yeah. I, okay. um, I, as I said, I'm in it to win it. Yeah, you are the official yeah, yes. club tough yes. nothing. Mm -hmm. Apparently, according to according to Stephen and Elizabeth, uh, anyway, you are. I yeah, I, no, it's a it's a good tagline to have, though, definitely. Um, Stephen, I suppose I should ask you actually, um, since you're not from Kilkenny or from uh, Clare, have you got an adopted Irish county that you follow? I, I'm married a Kerry woman, so I am. Okay. I'm, I'm 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 a Kerry fan, um, okay. and, and if I say anything otherwise. 
she will sense e- she will she will sense evil and crash through the door. Okay, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Carrie for right now. What part, what part <laughs> of Carrie? Uh, they're from um. Oh geez, I know I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Um, oh no, see. I know. Hey, hang on. Crash that question. <laughs> yeah. Got to got to check the world. What town are your family from? <laughs> what town is your family from? <laughs> from Carrie. What town is your family from? Kilquan. Kill where? Kilquan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't That's know where that from. is. I've never heard of that part of Kerry before. It's one of it's, those. It's. I think it's in the. It's in the. It's in the weeds. Yeah, a, <laughs> a lot of Kerry is in the weeds, so. That's my. That's my. That's my understanding. Okay, so you're a Kerry man then. Okay, uh, this one then. Uh, Sandra, maybe. I've also first. Yeah, go And on, then sorry. also, I, I, I think from, I think from a, from a, sentimental standpoint, I think that I've over the over the years. So growing up in Detroit, I'm used to I'm used to, um, rooting for for a football team that 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 continuously does not quite does not get to lift the hardware because it's Detroit Lions. For, <laughs> well, you know, so so I, I don't want to compare this team to the Detroit Lions for American football because the Detroit Lions okay. are a special kind of crappy. Yeah. yeah. However, it's 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 ironic that the last time that uh, that Mayo raised Sam McGuire was the same year that well, was the same was the same year that 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 the Lions actually won something in in, in the National Football League in, in America. So like so, 60, I've kind of I've kind or of something was it fifty-seven? I think fifty-seven. Okay, fair enough. Um, so hmm. the uh, um, so I got a soft spot for Mayo lately just because I, I can I can relate to really just just it being a generational struggle. Okay. Um, I have my. I remember. I remember my grandpa complaining about the Lions, and I sit. I sit at All Ireland semifinals and finals for the past how many years, and and hear the Mayo supporters in our club just 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 suffer through that yep. year after year, and 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 so I really, um, I, I I think I think that 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 adoptive wise, I've become a bit of a Mayo supporter, but, but okay. definitely, but for the, in the interest of, of marital bliss, uh, Carrie's still a, the top team. In, in the interest of you having a life uh, after this, yeah, you're going to stay with Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the Detroit Lions possibly, you know, unlucky at times, Mayo mostly their own fault. That's the difference between the two. So. Oh no, the Lions uh, have been rebuilding since 1957. They haven't okay. done a thing. They, so, they so apparently, yeah, they've yep. been rebuilding for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next question probably a bit easy, I suppose, for Elizabeth because it's a uh, it's got a Clare man in it. But Elizabeth, are you on the Marty party or the Des Cahill fan club? Oh, Marty, a West Clare man yeah. as well. Yeah, of course. Down yeah. in was well, yeah. he Quil- Quilty? Isn't that where he's from or somewhere I, around? Yeah. I think it's Quilty. Quilty is it? or Kilmer or someplace that I know. Um, a quick shout out. I know he just lost his mother recently. So yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, t- definitely Marty, Marty, uh, Marty Band. And when I was saying that my uh, daughter would listen to the radio and listen to the games. Oh my God. I mean, look at it. If you weren't, if you didn't even know what it was, you'd be jumping up and down if you listened to, to Marty's commentating. So yeah. absolutely. Marty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Are you the same as Sandra? Yeah. Um, yep. I, okay. I would say he's, he's a, a legend. Yep. Okay. Marty. Sounds good. Uh, Stephen, are you, you're obviously familiar with Marty and Des, are you? Marty Morrissey? I'll side with Marty. You side with Marty. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, the next question I'm going to ask, even though I know you've got rivals in Charlotte, but it may not be the answer to this one. But Sandra, the toughest team you've ever played against? Um, 
uh, here in, a, in our first year or mm. back at home, any time? It could be at home either if you wanted to share um, any of them. No, I'd say I'd say it was here in um, Boston. It was against um, a Boston team. I forget yeah. what was the name. Saints, whatever the name of the the Saint Bridges was it. Um, but then, yeah, they they were tough. They okay. they were physical and with skill, and it was um, and, and they were very, and young. But my goodness, they were tough. Okay. You know, they they um, I just my body felt it <laughs> after that one. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Elizabeth, what about you? It's the toughest team you've played against? Um, I'm going to go exact. I, I knew what Sharon was going to or Sandra was going to say as soon as she opened her mouth. So I, the exact same team, tough. Okay. Um, you know the this the not only she's right. Not only the skill, but the physical the physical yeah. toughness of them. Um, yeah. they'd show any team Wrong. in Ireland, any yeah. team in Ireland. Uh, okay. A, a, yeah. 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 You mentioned them. So and Stephen, toughest you come up against. I, I, I'm going to put it. I'm going to. I'm going to put. I'm going to make a tie on this one. I'm good with ties. Um, San Francisco Ulster. Uh, whenever I was playing senior football hmm. in San Francisco, okay. they would. They would. They would. They would put a hurt on you. Um, okay. And then when I played in the Midwest for Detroit, uh, the Pittsburgh Kel- the P- Pittsburgh Celtics were were um, were were terrifyingly physical. Okay. Um, mid- Midwest foot Midwest football was very different because I think that I think the what 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 they where they may have had it at the time the guy this was back in the nineties where there might have been a drop off in skill level they made up for it in just pure <laughs> brute you were just pure brute and and and, and Pittsburgh had it in spades they would okay. they would they would brutalize you on the field and they used to play at this the field they used to play on it when you played in Pittsburgh was it used to be at Frick Park which was downtown Pittsburgh in the in the one back corner of the field was actually a, a dirt, a, the dirt infield of a softball diamond or baseball diamond. Okay. Um, so it was basically, it was basically dirt. And okay. if you, and if you got tackled in that corner, you were picking gravel out of your legs <laughs> for, for, for days. Um, so Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I would say I have more scars on my body playing Pittsburgh. I have more scars playing Pittsburgh than any other team. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Sandra, are you on the ladies' side? Would you be a short passing team or drive it long? Um, sh- working on the short passing, but for now, it's driving it as far down the field as we possibly can get it. <laughs> okay, get close to the goal. But yeah, working on the short passing. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Elizabeth, would you, if you're outside Crow Park all Ireland final day and Claire are up against Limerick or whoever it is. Uh, are you buying a hat, a flag, a scarf, or a headband? I am buying every single one of those <laughs> things. And I yes. have been there and I have done it. And every single one of them and anything else I can buy. Anything I can wrap my body in. Okay. And then I'm so that I'm picking grass up afterwards. I have a ticket up here in a frame. And uh, there's a piece of grass from Co Park and it's right in there as well when we won. In, uh, I can't remember when. I should remember because they're not that whole many, but yeah, every single one of them. Yeah. There, 2013. Oh. I was at 2013. Oh, actually, hold on. Uh, oh, I have two t- I have two tickets here. Oh, be good. There was a replay. Claire versus Offaly, 113 to 28. What's the year? I can't even. Oh, 1995. Five, yeah. And then I have the other one, Claire, 20 points, Tipperary, 213. And that was um, 1997. Because I left oh. in 97. 
I was going to say 90. I was going to say 98. I wouldn't have been too far off. 95, I knew. 97, I would have got that one wrong. Yeah. Yeah. September, Sunday, the 14th of September, Tipperary. Yeah. And there's the grand. Oh, lovely. Have the whole lot. Which is not too bad. Park is right in there as well with the. Oh, the old tickets, the old lovely ticket used to have so many old tickets. 19 euro and 30 euro. Okay. Brilliant. I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Uh, this one is a, an interesting one uh, for every club. Uh, Stephen, are you familiar with Father Ted? Yes. Have you uh, either any three of you got a favorite Father Ted episode? I do not have a fa- I do not have a favorite. Okay. Um, but I, I, I but I've ne- I've never been dis- I've never been disappointed. So good answer. Good <laughs> answer. I like that. Yeah. Uh, ladies, Miss Claire or Miss Kilkenny. Anyone, anyone where Father Jack says drink feck women. Drink, feck. And <laughs> that'll I'll be, be most of them. My one. A, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, my one is definitely the one where they're in the um the department store, the lottery department. <laughs> the lottery. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, I, I just I, I I they're just fun. It's brilliant. Yeah, I just love them. You know, and you know, you know where out. that is, I presume, uh, Elizabeth. You know where that department store was. I don't know what that one is. No. Dun stores in Ennis. Oh, go away. Oh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and a lot of it is a lot of it is filmed, obviously down in uh, down yeah. in Ennis, kill, killing, killing the boy was the name of the place where the house is. But um, even <laughs> Vaughn's pub is killed Fenora, and she yeah, had a few other spots down there in Clare, all right. So well, yeah, do every day. I didn't know that. Yeah, but there you go. Now that's a, it. Should be it should be classed as a what do you call it? Like a, a, res, a classified building, you know, one that can't ever be knocked down just for that moment oh, alone. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to we'll have to that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you've got Stephen's answer is a good one. Yeah. Every episode is great and no disappointments. That's that's the best one. Uh, this is one of the newest questions, right? And I've only asked a couple of clubs this, and I've had some mental answers already. Uh, one of the lads saw this on another video and said this would be a great question to ask just for the crack. So uh, Stephen, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I suppose you can you could go locally. You could go uh, back to Ireland for this one. You have to get a tattoo of any GA player. Who are you getting and where are you getting it? I've I've gotten tattooed by quite a few JA players. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say that I, I, I would if I had to get a tattoo, if, if I had to get a tattoo of a player. It has to be a carry player, I assume, or you're gonna get shot. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you I, 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 the, the first GA tattoo I ever got was uh, when I was playing for Detroit. The Detroit Wolftones had a player out from Cork named Colin O'Neill, who was Oh yeah. You actually have a tattoo already, is it? No, no. I'm just right. telling you about that. <laughs> okay. I, I got, I got. At the time, what happened was, was I was, I was playing, I was playing, I was playing back, and I had to mark Colin O'Neill, and he was what three years removed from winning an All Ireland medal uh, for Cork, and uh, and um, but the tattoo I got was whenever I made the mistake of trying to block one of his points, and basically got an <laughs> O'Neill tattoo right across, right about here. Nice. So. I would say in honor of my very first GA, my very first proper GAA tattoo, I would say it would have to be Colm O'Neill and probably have to be right where he put the first one. <laughs> right across your face. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, he put the ball, he put the ball right in my, right in my face, broke my nose. Lovely. And, uh, and, and then, and, and then laughed and said, I'll bet you never do that again. And I said, <laughs> probably I'm, I'm dumb enough to probably try it again, yeah, <laughs> but this not is right now because I got to go get my nose set. This is about 2013, I'm guessing. If he, I think he won the All Ireland 2010, I think it was at that final when they beat down. Oh no, this is this was a different Colin O'Neill. I'm sorry. Oh, different yeah, this one. Is the, All right. This is the Colin O'Neill who won the All Ireland in I believe 1992, okay, and I was and, right. and moved to moved to Detroit, and he, he and um 
and I played against him in 1994. Okay. Um, right. So no, this was I know the Colin Hill you're referring to, and I don't, and, the, and there's no relation. Um, okay. But yeah, that that's the one who kept blowing his knee out, right? The one you're thinking of. He like uh, he, he had like he had an ACL that was just made of tissue paper. <laughs> he, he had like three ACL surgeries. It could be. He was an amazing one, yeah. player, but yeah, no, this is a this is a uh, Colin Hill from prefer. I think he was from Middleton and okay. was just a I think he won like. I think he had won a, I think he was one of the few, he had won an all Ireland medal for Cork senior for both football and hurling. Okay. At one point. He was a dual, okay. he was a, he was a, oh, he was a amazing in both codes. He had moved to Detroit to work for Ford motor company. Um, and then eventually moved to uh, Denver, Colorado. And actually his, 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 his son um, was, a uh, was, a uh, was, uh, was uh, played for the university of Colorado Buffalo's uh, American football for, okay. for a couple of years. So, check um, but he was, that would be the first tattoo because that okay. was the first tattoo. Deadly. Sounds good. <laughs> Sandra, you've got a, you've been thinking down the corner there. I have actually, because <laughs> I had to remember his first name, but I always thought he was gorgeous. Um, his name is Bill. No, his name is Bill Hennessy and he used to play for Kilkenny in the early nineties. And I actually met him in New York at the St. Patrick's Day Parade um, in 94. Gosh, I think it was ninety six, ninety five, or ninety. Um, and was one after they won the All Ireland, they came out to um to Kenny were invited yeah. out to the to the same New York St. Patrick's Day Parade, and I actually have a picture of myself and him. But in his early days, I'm telling, he was gorgeous, and I would love him. But from a from a <laughs> <laughs> from a football um, perspective, and Google him now, and you get off the phone, you'll see. Right. Um, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Bill Hennessy, um, but I Paddy O'Shea it was I I loved him. Yeah. Oh, playing, yeah, you know, and I just I just loved him as a player. I loved his, you know, he's he. I would have him on my shoulder too. <laughs> so yeah. those are the those are the guys. Brilliant. Okay, so yeah, Paddy is I suppose Paddy's the reason for the whole title of the podcast as well. Yeah, one of the the legends of the game. So and uh, Elizabeth, who's yours then? Um, gosh, I had so- Tony Kelly. No, no. Before, <laughs> so before I really got into playing or Claire were in anything, I was a huge Kerry fan. I loved Kerry football and I I couldn't get enough of, not because I had a grow for the Reds and I just loved watching them play, uh, Owen, the Bomber, Liston and Pestland. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. oh God, I mean, I just loved them, but I'm going to have to, so the two of them, like, but then when Claire started getting good in hurling and I was following up, gosh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, do you remember Shawnee McMahon? Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and I remember one of the games, and I can't remember what year it was, but we had used all our subs, and I don't know if it was it was it wasn't I don't know if it was a final, but it was definitely an important game. We'd used all our subs, and he broke his collarbone, or he had dislocated his collarbone. Do you remember that? Came and back. he's playing yep. because they yep. couldn't take him off. He's yep. near the end of the game, and he was still getting the ball, and he's just like one handed playing. And I thought, I'm watching him, thinking, Jesus, like you know, that's just. Hmm. He consistently like he, makes like the best, you know, teams of the team. He didn't like yeah. walk the side. Oh, I'm not here. He got stuck in, and I don't know. I might have to get three tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and Davy Fitz didn't get a look in. <laughs> no, Davy. I look at there's there's an awful lot. We should get a good look in, but I don't even want a tattoo when I'm going for three. So I have to draw yeah. the line. So- no, I don't well, even have any. You might as well get the whole fifteen across your back at this stage. You, <laughs> you, you build a fifteen between the. Uh, the whole panel. <laughs> look, I just started back to playing. I just learned from Mogi. Yeah. Why not get a tattoo now as well, right? Or 
they might be putting they might be putting tattoos of us on people's backs. Well, you, you know, never we'll know. You never know. You wouldn't know. Uh, your daughter, though, you know, Emily could be getting a tattoo of her mother. You know, with a, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that'll be <laughs> that'll be what I'm taking photos of and putting on Facebook. Look. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> the rally uh, questions then are just kind of one word stupid answers uh, but they're absolutely ridiculous I just I done a bit of history I always love doing the history part and reading into the city and the place where I'm chatting to people from so I usually find some no. random facts and people so oh, no no no, no, trust me, you're not, you're, not, pressure now. you're not quizzed on it and don't worry it's literally the stupid 50-50 okay. choices so you'll see by the first one um, Sandra the first one is you can choose between Walter Rally or Walter Rally or a rally bike that we all got in Ireland as a kid. Rally bike. Rally bike, good choice, yep. Uh, Elizabeth's Ryan Adams or Brian Adams? Oh, Brian Adams. Brian Adams, okay. Uh, Stephen, you can choose between rally native Webb Simpson or Homer Simpson. Oh, Homer, I'm a nuclear engineer, so I'm going to go with Homer Simpson. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a handy question in the end. Uh, and then I go in reverse order here. Uh, Stephen, again, then you can choose between, uh, it's the hardest one out of them all. I used to be a big wrestling fan in the 90s, and Rally is the home of Jeff and Matt Hardy. So which of the Hardy brothers are you choosing? I'm going to go with Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, good choice, yep. The aerials uh, were great. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this one, Elizabeth, the village people who I believe one or some of them are from Raleigh uh, or Westlife. Westlife. Love them. Love them. That could be another tattoo. Oh, we weren't talking <laughs> yeah, about Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, uh, I'll ask the same one to you, um, Sandra. Westlife. Westlife as well. Okay. Just yeah, definitely. Stephen, I'm asking you the same one actually as well. Village people or Westlife. Which one are you going for? I'm going to go against my, my, uh, my teammates here and go with village people. Okay, sounds good. The last one then, correct me if I'm wrong here, um, Stephen, I suppose you were there in the earliest days, but Rally won the Peach Cup 7s in 2013, is that correct? Yes. Yep, so you have a choice. This is my favourite question I've ever come up with because I'm such a big fan of video games from the 90s. Which would be more? Which would be better to win, winning the Peach Cup 7s tournament or winning the Peach Circuit in Mario Kart? Oh, the Peach Cup in, the Peach Cup in Atlanta was the was 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 we took it hands down and the reason for it is because whenever they give you the trophy in Atlanta it's filled with Georgia peaches oh. and after playing and after after playing in the Georgia sun all day long there is nothing more delicious than a trophy full of peaches that's the different tradition to what they have here in Ireland with the Sam Maguire and the Lee McCarthy one it's generally not peaches that are put into it uh, <laughs> <No. but laughs> I, I, I highly I highly recommend giving it a try Atlanta got it right well, someday when we get the weather for it, I'm sure we might try that here. <laughs> it's not, it wouldn't go down well at the moment anyways. But um, yeah, guys, we'll look, I have to say, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I have to say a big thank you to the three of you for coming on and uh, shout out to Richie, you know, who didn't make it on, but uh, I know it's busy times out there as well. So uh, a big thank you. The last thing I want to ask you, um, Elizabeth, where can people find the rally jersey and gear? Where should we go looking for it? Well, we're working on some <clears> newer stuff. So right now, there's not a whole lot, correct me, lads, if I'm wrong, there's not a whole lot available right now. But because it's our 10th anniversary coming up, we're working on a whole new um, whole new line of stuff. So what I'll Brilliant. say is follow us on social media. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Raleigh, we're on social media, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Twitter. Um, you can always email any of us or email the club at info at RaleighGAA.com. Our website is RaleighGAA.com, www.RaleighGAA.com. Yep. Um, we will be getting all that stuff um, organized and um, be ready for a big 2022 to celebrate our 10 year anniversary. So stay tuned to social media and follow along. 
and if you a, don't want to, and if you don't want to wait, um, we do have a, a club store on O'Neill's uh, where you can buy our current uh, um, men's jersey, the Kamonix jersey I was talking about okay. earlier, yeah. as well as some of our uh, legacy jerseys um, and, and some other club gear. And I believe we are working on getting a, uh, as, as, as you may know, Mesita um, is the is the sponsor for U.S. United States yeah. TA now. Um, and we're working on getting a, a club store set up with Mesita as well. So we'll have club right. gear on there hopefully shortly. Exciting times ahead. So, yes. Um, no, it's a good one. Just I know we're recording this just before Christmas, but uh, by the time this goes out, I know it's always people are always looking for good jerseys and different jerseys. And they're always a good uh Good conversation starters. I found out wearing my Oman GA jersey to a game recently when I got, uh, I suppose, approached by a couple of random people who were wondering what the hell it was and where I got it and all this. So, if anyone missed out on all that Elizabeth said, um, the general way seems to have been to message me uh, lately, as I've noticed. Anyone who just is looking to get in touch with a club just seems to message me. So, but all of what Elizabeth has given there, you can find all the rally stuff on. And guys, thank you so much for giving up your evening time. It's been the best crack your stories are amazing and hopefully haven't been to half of the u.s states i'll get out to the other half because the carolinas are not ones that i've visited yet uh, but i will hopefully you at some you stage should for sure jason I just, wanted for to mention, I just wanted to mention yeah, that um i listened to your um interview with niall archibald um from bluffton Bluffton, yeah and he belonged to this club just so you know and i and he did mention us and that's kind of sort of like what got the ball rolling after listening to his one. And I think I had a conversation with you anyway. Mm. And then I went ahead and listened to him. So I just wanted to, there is a, there is like a, a little kind of communicate, um, you know, um, it's nice to have a relationship there. And it's yeah. actually, it, it's an interesting mm. point. You know, that's actually the second club to be, to come out of uh, former players from Raleigh because Winston-Salem was, was started okay. by Tim Cronin. Who was yeah. uh, who was originally originally the, the, the played with Raleigh, and then and then Nile started up uh, um, Bluffton, Bluffton yeah. and he was originally yeah. so so Raleigh's doing their part to try to get as many as many uh, struggling clubs as possible in North yeah. America. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. brilliant, yeah. Um, um, but just say a big thanks to uh, you guys and Sandra particularly for helping me to organize all this and put it together. So, uh, it's been great crack and thank you for giving up yeah. some of your evening time and I'll keep in touch and for anyone who's listening, anyone who's interested in some of the rally gear you'll find it on O'Neill's and hopefully by the time this is out on Mesita at some stage but keep an eye out for the 10 year anniversary gear because uh, stuff like that always uh, sells well and any Irish listening you definitely want to get your hands on it so uh, guys thank you so much and I will say have a good evening and talk to you again soon. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, much Jason. Thanks a million. Bye. Sloan, take care. Sloan, bye-bye. Bye. Coming up the next day on the Loaf of Bread GA Global, we cut into our next slice. We were prepared and the lads were doing the warm-up on the field just before the ball threw in. And the, one of the boys says, open up your legs and shake off the cobwebs, lads. <laughs> And it just broke, it just broke any angst or any anxiety before these major championship games, Brisbane versus, or Queensland versus Sydney or New South Wales. And it was, it was just priceless. It burst in our backside the laughing matter. It's Slice 56 next day out, and you will hear all the stories in the crack from Brisbane Hurling and Camogie Club in Australia. Claire men, Brendan and Alan, alongside Limerick ladies Roisin and Emma, take us through the tennis ball days, the first ever camogie match, the medal hall in 2011, refereeing with umbrellas, Westmead stars in Brisbane, marking housemates, Tony Clune's speech, 
wide points. Kukulin, Nafina, the Emeralds, Western Australia and other rivals. The 2012 Boarding House Cider Incident. No Boots. And a choice between Brisbane musician Savage Garden and Ireland's own Boyzone. And also, just how old is Emma's helmet? That and so, so much more in a brilliant chat. That's next week on the Loaf of Bread GA podcast. I'll see you at the Arrivals Hall, but until then, check out the various clubs on the Instagram page and see all the amazing work they do and some of the nicest GA gear going. Find the podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter and on TikTok. Email loafofbreadpod at gmail.com or just simply hit the follow button and spread the word of the Loaf of Bread GA pod across the globe. Slonagy.